Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Here's your money briefing for Tuesday, February 21st. I'm Danny Lewis for The Wall Street Journal, filling in for J.R. Whalen. With unemployment low and inflation starting to cool off, the U.S. economy is on steady footing. But at the same time, more Americans are having trouble making payments on their auto loans than at any point since 2010. As one analyst put it to me recently, 2021 was kind of the Wild West for the auto market. During the pandemic, prices for used cars rose something like 40 percent. So people had to pay these really high amounts. So why is this happening and how is this affecting people who are falling behind on car payments? We'll hear from Wall Street Journal banking reporter Gina Hebe about that after the break. WSJ Special Access gives you a front row seat to some of the Wall Street Journal's most exciting content, like The Quirkier Side of Life, a new series that features the fun, surprising stories our reporters come across. The chief executive walks 10,000 barefoot steps every day. He recalls stepping on a bee, which put him off earthing for a couple of days, but he got back to it. Check out The Quirkier Side of Life on WSJ Special Access, only for WSJ subscribers. The last few years have been pretty good for consumers at large. The stock market soared, and lots of people were able to sock away extra savings during the start of the pandemic. But an analysis by Moody's Analytics found a worrying trend. In 2022, more than 9% of people with auto loans were at least 30 days behind on their payments, numbers that haven't been seen since just after the Great Recession in 2010. Here now to explain why and what that means for your wallet is Gina Heap. She's a banking reporter for The Wall Street Journal. Hey, Gina. Hey, Danny. Thanks for having me. So why are so many people falling behind on their car loans? So delinquencies are on the rise in general, not just for cars. More Americans are also falling behind on credit cards and personal loans, in part because they went down so much during the pandemic. During that time, Americans had a lot more cash and they weren't traveling or eating out as much. So delinquencies are kind of rebounding from these unusually low levels. But car loans are rising at a really fast pace, especially for subprime borrowers who have lower credit scores. Inflation's making everything more expensive, and interest rates are also a lot higher than they were a year ago. One point there is that car loans tend to have fixed interest rates, so that means they don't change over the life of the loan. But higher rates affect credit cards and other loans with variable rates, so consumers are getting squeezed elsewhere in their budgets. So everyone's been talking a lot about inflation for the last few months especially, but car prices did spike in the early years of the pandemic thanks to high demand and low supply. How did that play a part in this? Right. As one analyst put it to me recently, um, 2021 was kind of the Wild West for the auto market. During the pandemic, prices for used cars rose something like 40 percent. So people had to pay these really high amounts for used cars or buy brand new ones, even if they weren't planning to because of that short supply. So the average monthly car payment rose quite a bit to something like 500 or 600 dollars a month. 
They're higher now, actually, but it's too soon to get a really good read on how people are doing with those. So borrowers had these really big loans that were made in 2021, and they've had those for a couple of quarters now. With inflation and high interest rates pressuring them elsewhere, those big payments can be really painful for them now. What about lenders? Should they have been more cautious about giving out loans? That's a great point. Um, So these car prices peaked at a time when borrowers were doing really well. As I mentioned, they had all of this extra cash from government stimulus. They were also cutting back on spending. Stocks were up quite a bit and the job market was still doing really well as it is now. So that boosted their credit scores, which may have made the underwriting process a little bit less precise for lenders. So lenders, the main thing that they look at is credit scores, among other things. But consumers had maybe a bit higher of scores than they have now or that they would have had without the stimulus or without the other strange things that were happening in the pandemic economy. So lenders were able to make these really big loans to borrowers, sometimes putting them in credit situations they wouldn't have otherwise been in. So one of the things about this situation, specifically with car loans, is that so many people rely on their cars to get to work, which they need to make money to pay their loans. What are you hearing from people in that situation? Right. For some people, losing a car definitely means losing their ability to work. I recently spoke to someone in a rural area who couldn't get to work after she lost her car and she was fired. So without a job, she also couldn't afford a new car. That means her options to find work are pretty limited right now, and it can be a pretty hopeless situation for some. It's a vicious cycle that's really difficult to get out of. Is this the start of a larger economic issue? If people are falling behind on auto loans, are banks concerned about other forms of debt? So right now, it's not a super concerning situation for economists. That's because, as I mentioned, it's important to remember that these delinquency rates are just returning to more normal levels after a really unusual pandemic economy. One thing to keep an eye on, though, is that unemployment is still really low. Without job losses, we're still seeing these tick up because of the inflation and because of high rates. So one thing that economists and analysts are watching is how much these might rise if unemployment goes off and people start to lose their jobs. Another thing to watch is car prices are on the decline right now, which can be a problem for borrowers who took out these really big loans. It can lead to the situation where they are underwater, meaning they owe a lot more than their cars are worth. And that can also stick lenders with big losses when a borrower falls behind. So what happens if someone is stuck with a loan that's for a lot more money than their car is worth? So if you owe more than your car is worth, that can put you in a really difficult spot. If you want to resell the car, you won't even break even on it. Or if you fall behind on payments and the car ends up being repossessed, you can sometimes owe the lender the difference between the loan amount and what they are able to auction it for. Or if the lender has to eat that loss, that can be bad for banks when it happens widely. Gina Heeb covers banking for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Danny. And that's your Money Briefing. I'm Danny Lewis for The Wall Street Journal.